0: I think the agony of Cage Tober is the kind of thing. <laughs> it's,
1: it's also the ecstasy. Uh, yes. Hello, welcome to Guide to the Unknown. I'm Kristen.
0: And I'm her little brother, William. And
1: this week we are continuing our Cage Tober journey with Willie's Wonderland.
0: What a journey
1: it's yeah. been. Yeah. Yep. I feel we <laughs> <laughs> may have, um, it may have been an overcommitment.
0: To do a whole month of Nicolas Cage movies?
1: Yeah, and also it turns out that this month has five Fridays in it. So Will and I thought that we were halfway through, but we're not.
0: We're I not. guess now
1: we kind of are.
0: Yeah, with this, um, with this yeah. episode, we will officially be beyond halfway.
1: Yeah, we hadn't picked enough movies because we thought it was a standard, you know, four Friday... A month deal, but yeah. not this one, not for Cage Tober. so
0: we're actually adding on another Nicholas Cage movie for the end of the month. But for picking up uh, if you're on our Patreon, you've seen the movies that we committed to already. Mm-hmm. The one that we've added, I actually am kind of interested in seeing so I'm too. I'm thankful for that.
1: yes. Uh, small blessings. but
0: yeah, Cage Tober is turning out to be Slash Tober was infinitely better. <laughs> oh absolutely okay
1: we are absolutely in agreement for
0: for October 2022 yeah we'll
1: think about this
0: a little bit we've got to think a little harder it, it,
1: a little bit more in realistic terms because this sounds like a good
0: idea. yeah until you're watching but then weird indie Nick Cage movies where he fights an ostrich
1: right so I think we just have to put ourselves in our future shoes and be like what's the process of doing this gonna be like yeah so anyway the process <laughs> was like watching Nicholas cage fight a bunch of animatronics yes. while completely mute.
0: Yes. so Willie's, I didn't know that. No, I didn't know it either. I was disappointed by it. Willie's if i to see him,
1: I may as well really get in there and get some voice. Uh,
0: this, this movie almost felt to me, there's one scene in particular that made me think of like when you purchase a cameo from somebody, mm-hmm. so they give you like the best they got. Like Bernie yeah. Hudson dresses up like a Ghostbuster. Right. You know. And, uh, um, uh, R. L. Jackson, yes, um, did the Ghostface mm-hmm. uh, voice for us. So like people will give you what you're looking for if you yeah. buy a cameo. There's one scene in this movie where Nick Cage really gets. Oh, weird. Nick
1: cages it up.
0: And I was like, dancing. This is yeah, the dancing scene. I was like, this is the one moment. This yeah. is this is the one time that they were able to get him to do something befitting of the the. The Nicholas Cage mantle. The yeah, exactly. The expected bizarre stuff, right? But because Otherwise, of that, because, it was just because like it action was, dude. Yeah, because it was only one scene of that, it actually felt very out of place <laughs> in a in a in a different sort of way for what he usually does.
1: It certainly did, and will. I think it will not surprise you to hear. That he improvised that.
0: I am, I've am. i never been surprised by something less than the <laughs> yeah. fact that Nicolas Cage improvised a dancing scene in the middle of Willy's Wonderland. Right. So we're going to get there real quick. I just want to make sure that people know I just mentioned Roger L. Jackson, the voice of Ghostface. Uh, so it's worth mentioning that uh, uh, as we're recording this, Kristen and I just saw the trailer for the new Scream movie and we could not help ourselves. We immediately recorded our uh, sort of thoughts, yeah, our you first
1: g- impressions and theories about what might be coming at us in Scream 5-ish, but it's just called Scream. Yep. 2022.
0: And we put that online instantly, like right after the trailer dropped basically. So if you have not watched or listened to our theories, Go check that out. Yeah, um, it's a uh, uh, very fun. And I dusted off my old scream script, and uh, it was fun putting that out there again. Yeah. So uh, go check that out. So you can hear us, and you can read that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, all right, Willie's Willie's Wonderland. Yes, which this is not We're, my Wonderland.
1: <laughs> it's not. This body of work is not a wonderland, No, as so, far as I'm concerned.
0: Just some quick facts about it. I'm going to assume that most people don't know what this is. We will be, of course, spoiling it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a movie that came out in February of this year. Yeah. Came out earlier this year, mm-hmm. um, although it clearly was meant to come out in 2020. Right. Uh, one of the taglines is, 2020 isn't over yet. Right. Well, it was by the time this came out.
1: I guess they just decided to capitalize on the 2020
0: of it all. The fact that everybody was like, get me out of 2020, having no idea that 2021 would be much the same. Yes. Um, uh, Other taglines are, let playtime begin, and the fun begins this winter. Okay. Uh, This movie was written by G.O. Parsons, directed by Kevin Lewis, and here's the synopsis from IMDb. A quiet drifter is tricked into a janitorial job at the now-condemned Willy's Wonderland, which is basically a Chuck E. Cheese yes. type pizza party, kids' birthday party animatronic band place. Uh-huh. The mundane tasks suddenly become an all-out fight for survival against wave after wave of demonic animatronics. Fists fly, kicks land, titans clash, and only one side will make it out alive. right.
1: All right, what do you think of this movie?
0: Um, I uh, so the 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 elephant in the room is that this obviously is is Five Nights at Freddy's, right? Right. Yes. Which, which we talked about previously on the show, the like mm-hmm. indie darling game that is wonderful. Yeah. Um, it, it's super fun and inventive, and is about a pizza place where kids have birthday parties and there are animatronics roaming around and. They are haunted and they'll kill you. Right. So now here's this movie. And I read on Wikipedia that Geo Parsons um, absolutely denied any comparison yep. between this and Five Nights at Freddy's. Mm-hmm. But this movie, the, it was announced or conceptualized, or the original short film he made, I guess, is 2016. Mm-hmm. And Five Nights at Freddy's had been around for two years at that point. Right. 2014 is Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay. And famously, the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise, they made, um, it's one guy, it's Scott Cawthon to start. He made the first game, and then mere months later, came out with Five Nights at Freddy's 2. Right. A few months later, 3. So these things-
1: There were plenty of games.
0: Plenty of games, already insanely popular. Oh, yeah. these things were like instantly popular.
1: Huge, and they were like- uh novelizations mm-hmm. it's like this whole huge ecosystem
0: it's a gigantic honestly since the last time that we looked at it so much more has been added i'm sure might be fun to do a, a revisit sure or try to play some of the newer stuff i've yeah but um so uh you know maybe it's a, a legal thing that they're not going to say like yeah 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 our movie is just like five nights at freddy's there but must clearly be. this or, is born out pride. of pride I don't know. Or, uh pride is an interesting one. You know. That's a very good point. It could be pride. Mhm. Um but so uh yeah, I I it's hard to watch this movie and not think about all that stuff. Yeah. And especially given what I do know about Five Nights at Freddys, which I think is great.
1: Mhm. Yeah, it's um, cool. It's
0: like super fun. Even the the demonic animatronic concept here, I actually I I think is yeah. not as well done.
1: Mhm. I totally agree. It it feels like a knock, a knockoff, like, Five Nights at Freddy's. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't, it's not as high quality. No. It is the Kirkland toilet paper to Five Nights at Freddy's Quilted Northern.
0: <laughs> right. So, <laughs> although they're not both toilet paper, right? If Five Nights at Freddy's is, if this is Kirkland toilet paper, mm-hmm. I think that Five Nights at Freddy's is like a... Um, uh, 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 a bidet? A, a bounty a sturdy paper towel. Okay. Right? They don't do the same job. You could, no, they do not do the same job. But it, the
1: ingredients are the same. The
0: ingredients so are the I same. So I think They're you're right. are both on paper stock. Yeah. So it's like, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's caters to a very specific audience of people who play games. Mm-hmm. If you don't play video games, you probably don't have much awareness of Five Nights at Freddy's. Definitely. So this might be incredibly fresh. Yes. To non-gamers. Yes. But, um, That's true. But for people who do play games, people who play games also watch movies, mm-hmm. right? It's not like there's only a subset of people who watch movies. Yeah. So for anybody who plays games or is familiar with Five Nights at Freddy's, this comes out and you just go, what? Right. Why'd they turn these paper towels into toilet paper? Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird. Yeah. So it was our metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but so from that I almost I would almost be curious to see and I tried to look I've got a few reviews that I'll read to you mm-hmm. later. I wanted to find honest, earnest reviews from somebody who saw this movie and doesn't know what Five Nights at Freddy's is uh uh-huh. and is not here for the meme of right. Nicolas Cage. Right. They're, they're just watching a movie. They're just watching a movie. I'm curious to find out that. But I couldn't really find one of those. I think the Nicholas cage of it all is so ubiquitous at
1: this point. That, that's like impossible to find.
0: All, like almost all the five star reviews are like cage is crushing it again. Yeah. Right. Rage cage, punching a frog. Yeah. what? <laughs> and it's like, all right, is that really your five star review? Is that really what you think? Or mm-hmm. is that just fun to say? Maybe both. Maybe both. Um, so, what do I think of this movie? I
1: wouldn't recommend it. No, I wouldn't either. It was kind of a... It wasn't the worst. Look, compared to last week, what a breath of fresh. But I didn't enjoy it, really.
0: Uh, you think that this this is this better? This is
1: better t- than Vampire's Kiss? Yes, I do think of that. Yeah. This is easier to watch than Vampire's Kiss. I didn't feel sick. Did I feel a little bored? Did I sometimes go, Ugh. Yeah, but I wasn't like, oh, God, oh, I'm dying. See, I... The unpleasantness of Vampire's Kiss is so I,
0: deep and visceral. I understand that entirely. I don't take issue with anything you just said, but I think that this does highlight a difference in us as like movie watchers. Mm-hmm. I would rather a movie make me uncomfortable and make me feel bad yeah. than a movie make me feel bored. Yeah. If I'm bored, then that, it may as well not even be on. I, I don't even know why I'm watching it. That to me, for a movie to be boring, is like, that, I, I, you know, I think I think in my own life, mm-hmm. I enjoy being bored a lot lately. Mm-hmm. I've got, you know, I've got an eight-month-old baby. I don't have a lot of time to, to sit and be bored. Yeah. Um, but I find that's where like, a lot of inspiration comes from, is just yeah. like, sitting and, and staring mm-hmm. at something and thinking you hey, have to make room drive or something like that but boredom is not something i even artistically would want to evoke in someone
1: no nobody never, wants to evoke that that's what i'm
0: saying yeah i would rather a movie make me feel sad and gross than a movie bore me no
1: no on the scale for me sad and gross is lowest Boredom's a little higher.
0: Obviously, everything good and up is up. So no one's ever going to put, you know, uh, uh, the challenge to you of, all right, you have to watch one of these two movies. One will make you feel bad, and one's going to be really boring. I'll take boring. Wow. I can zone out.
1: That's fine.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Happy
1: to, happy to float.
0: Just disappear into yes <laughs> your mind palace. Yes.
1: Yeah, but I don't want to be like, oh God. Yeah, I'm gonna be thinking about this. This is awful. I feel terrible. No. I
0: certainly, yeah, I certainly can't fault you for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, so this this movie, mm-hmm. and again, I feel like we've watched something that I don't. It's really not a movie.
1: I don't. I usually don't understand it really when you say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What do you mean? I,
0: I guess this, yeah. Well, Nicholas, so Vampire's Kiss, when I was saying that, it's because like there was a lot of stuff in it that was like stunt work.
1: Uh-huh, you know? yeah. And
0: it's just like, uh, uh, those like telephoto shots where he's, you know, moaning on the streets and real people <laughs> yeah. are reacting and stuff. And, and everything in that movie is because Nicolas Cage was like, I wanted to challenge myself to say boo-hoo. Yeah, th- I mean, it's like, that- oh, but we're just watching your... Yes, you have fun. That's not a movie to me. I get that. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, it's just like what is this? so this mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage was attracted to this because he thought it would be fun to do a movie where he didn't have any lines.
1: Yeah, but I mean, so he's still getting to do a Nicholas Cage thing, but there's at least
0: a plot to the, it, it feels to like the a movie. It's to the detriment of the movie that he did that. <laughs> also, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. He needed to talk. He
0: absolutely needed to talk. (laughs) I needed to know what he was thinking.
1: Yeah, completely. We don't know his name. He's just known as the janitor. But it's like not cool enough for that sort of gimmick Mm -mm. of the blank. You know, like the cowboy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, So I absolutely needed him to talk and find out what
0: his deal was. I did not understand. No. What he was doing. I didn't either. He drove so he was he was identified initially by the fact that he drives a badass car.
1: I know, I was thinking, I guess Nicolas Cage really loves cars because yes. we they yeah. keep coming up. Like there's a Patreon episode out right now, actually, as we speak, where we're When looking, this episode uh, drops. Yes, yeah. when it when it drops. Um, where we're watching Nicolas Cage clips, and a few of them involve cars. He was in Gone in 60 Seconds, which I forgot about. Me too. Then there's like this weird movie where it's like a cameo of his where he drives up in a car. I forgot He's in about a that. cool car in this. Yeah. He must, he must love a vehicle. I like a car. L- Look, I'm a guy who likes a
0: car. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> and then later like he cars.
1: likes a bike. Uh, a Wicker ghost man. riding bike.
0: Oh, a oh, motorcycle. That's right. Yeah, I yeah, you were yeah. Talking about a bicycle that he rides. Well, Wicker man. He
1: does. Oh, he really likes that bicycle. That's why he pulls that gun on Sister Rose for yeah, touching he
0: it. costs somebody to mm-hmm. get a bike. So um, I, I think that. So he's identified by his cool car and his sunglasses and his leather jacket. But when so his his car breaks down and we will find out that this town traps people. This is actually something that I conceptually like and wish that it was yeah. like, developed more. So they. Uh they trap people who mm-hmm. are driving through town. They will they put out like a spike strippy kind yep. of thing and it'll it'll you know force them to pull over and then they go, Well, the only place I got for you to stay is uh it'll be free. It's not gonna be comfortable, <laughs> but it'll put a roof over your head. It's Willie's Wonderland. Yeah. So you're gonna sleep there tonight. And right. It turns out that the the townsfolk are doing this to offer these people as a sacrifice to the animatronic band.
1: And they'll strike a deal. They say, if you, you know, you're staying here anyway, if you clean this place tonight, then I'll pay for your car. Like, we'll call that your payment for cleaning, and then you'll be able to just, like, get out of town, no problem.
0: Exactly. So, Nicolas Cage, when his car breaks down, and, you know, a helpful, quote-unquote, trucker pulls up who's really in on the scheme. Mm -hmm. He goes, what's your name, pal? And Nicolas Cage does, you know, uh, almost like a, a Clint Eastwood-ish <laughs> turn and look. Yeah, and doesn't say a word. Nah. You'd think that that silence. Not would... sure if he trusts this feller. I know. I'm. I'm a bit puzzled by something here. It's nitpick. Okay. It's. A, it's absolutely a nitpick. You would think, because now we're really about to be introduced to the fact that he doesn't speak. Mm-hmm. You might assume that when somebody asked your name, you would say, "Hi, I'm Chucky." Yeah. Want to play? Right. <laughs> but Nicholas Cage doesn't say anything, so that silence should drag on. Uh-huh. For a long time until the guy's like, not gonna tell me, huh? Strong silent type, eh? Yeah. But Nicolas Cage, he goes, What's your name, partner? And he turns and looks. And within a millisecond, the guy's like, huh, strong silent type, huh? He could have been interrupting <laughs> I him almost. That. It was yeah. too fast. And then it was bizarre to me because the rest of the movie, scenes drag on. Yeah. There are silences. There's like dead air in this movie. Yeah, totally. So you would think that they would love an appropriate long silence. But no, they truncated that and left other ones. Yeah. It's weird. Absolutely. That's a great point. So anyway, Nick was, um,
1: Wait, also the guy who... Well, I, I think he owns the Willy's Wonderland. I'm not sure. But the guy who offers to pay for his car. Yeah, Tex Muchacho or something. That's what I say. His name is Tex McAdoo. 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 <laughs> That's a great name. It's maybe my favorite part of the movie. I,
0: I was about to say the exact same thing. It might be my yeah. favorite part of the movie that his name is Tex McAdoo.
1: Yeah, that's a good name. <laughs> that's a great
0: name. <laughs> um, but so they, you know, they they make the deal with Nicolas Cage, who's very much, and this is the other thing about him being silent. He when they're when they're talking about the car, he pulls out cash to pay the guy. He's like, uh, or no, pulls out a card. Yeah, mm-hmm. goes, sorry, we only t- we don't uh, take cards. We only take cash. Nicholas Nicolas Cage looks over, and there's an ATM with an out of order sign. Right. So silently, he's communicated, I'd like to use this ATM, but it won't work. Mm-hmm. So the guy affirms, sorry, that's out too, but I'll tell you what, I'll make you a deal, and now we're into the scheme. Yeah. So Nicolas Cage's inability to speak, they're finding clever ways to convey what he means mm-hmm. through showing right. on screen. He looks at an ATM, and it says out of order, therefore, We know what he wanted to do. Yeah. We understand what he's communicating without saying it. he's a
1: real Charlie Chaplin.
0: But as the movie goes on, that is no longer the case. Mm -hmm. And he just doesn't react to people at all. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't give a hint of his Uh. motivation. He'll sometimes just look at somebody and then leave the room. Yeah. And you don't know why or where he's going. So he's
1: all hopped up on caffeine on that punch drink. He keeps drinking this uh, like Red Bull ish sort of thing.
0: He has his watch set to set off an alarm every so often, Mm -hmm. which tells him he has to stop whatever he's doing, no matter how important. Right. And go drink soda. Yes. What? I don't know. I don't know. Is that... If he were a robot, uh huh, that would almost be like That's I need to go oil. change my batteries. Right, right. I have to drink this energy drink. Yeah, otherwise I literally don't have energy. Right, I know. I don't know. But there's a moment, and I, I just thought that it was like a weird mm-hmm. quirk. I don't know, like uh, like Brad Pitt's always eating in Ocean's Eleven.
1: Yes, I. I mean, I think it's not that. You find something else?
0: Well, because I don't. I don't have any insight into it, but. There's a moment where one of the animatronics is about to attack him and our, like, final girl, Liv. Mm-hmm. They're about to kickstart a, a a fight to the death. Right. But Nicolas Cage's watch goes off, so he turns around and leaves. And neither Liv nor the monster uh-huh. understand what he's doing. So he goes to drink a soda. And then I was thinking, like, okay, so he's literally going to recharge to come back to kick some... Some, some chameleon
1: serious tale.
0: I'm gonna kick some animatronic booty. <laughs> I wish that line was in there. I wish, me he, too. I wish
1: if, if he was gonna talk, mm-hmm. that would be the line. That would be the line. Did you read what they said was gonna be his one line? No, oh my god, they didn't do it, thank god, obviously. But they were gonna have him say one line before he goes into his fight with Willie, and it was, Come at me, bro. And then they decided that that wasn't like weighty enough to be the line. And so they scrapped it, much at, at Nicolas Cage's behest.
0: And I think they made absolutely the right move. I have nothing but unkind things Come to Come at say about me, that. bro. There's nothing nice I can say about that. No. I, I understand. It also,
1: the influence of in Jersey Shore. Because that's directly from Jersey Shore, pretty much. Oh, is that right? Yeah.
0: Nobody said, come at me, bro, before that show? Not
1: a lot. It definitely entered the zeitgeist with Jersey Shore. Really?
0: I think about that connected to Zach Bagans.
1: Come at me, bro? Yeah. I think mm. about him
0: saying that to a ghost.
1: He definitely <laughs> says that, to I don't know. I don't know if he actually has done that, or if that's just like a meme thing. Yeah. For all I know, he has.
0: Yeah, okay. I don't know. But so, Nicolas Cage When he walks away from that fight and he goes to drink a soda, I thought he was going to come right back with his batteries recharged. But then he goes and plays pinball. I know. So he drinks the soda, then plays pinball, then comes back with no sort of cue as to why. And I know I'm asking too much for the movie that this is. Mm -hmm. But what I'm asking is for things that a movie would do. Right. To say to you here's why he's doing that, or at least leave the space for you to to figure it out on your own or theorize. Mm -hmm. I have zero ability to... I can theorize around him drinking soda. You've already heard me do it. I cannot theorize (laughs) him going to drink the soda, stopping to play pinball for a while before coming back and and still just joining the fight.
1: I thought I missed something at first. I was like, wait, what? What's going on? No. Is it all just that this is a very quirky guy? We're, we've get, we're given no other information, Here, so I can only assume that this is just a man who has his picadillos. I have horrible news. Okay.
0: Um, it's not really news, it's an opinion. Okay. <laughs> With the new information you've supplied to me that they wanted him to say, come at me, bro. <laughs> I've, I have suddenly, I understand entirely what this movie is. It's I mean, not going to be news yeah. to you. I know you already know it. You, we all feel it.
1: Yeah, we feel it. I'm just going to lend a
0: voice to it speak for us. I'm o- I'm just going to speak for everybody here. Yeah. If you've seen Willy's Wonderland and you like it, I'm so happy for you. This is a uh an embarrassing um attempt at making a movie that is so LOL. Um yeah. I can't believe how wacky it is. We're going to blow people's minds when Nicolas Cage, you know, rips Willy the Weasel's head off. Mhm. And we'll all be laughing at how hilarious. <laughs> and we'll it all is. be
1: laughing.
0: It, it is that is that is the worst bravado pride in a one note joke dragged out to ninety minutes. Yeah, and to come at me, bro, as the punchline makes my skin crawl.
1: Thank God, you know, I'm going to the source. I'm making sure that's what it was. I am ninety nine. 0.99% sure that's what it was. Yeah, it was Come At Me, Bro.
0: Okay. It, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Confirmed. It embarrasses me.
1: This is in the Entertainment Weekly article that will be linked in the show notes. I think that you'll find other details that you may feel similar about in this interview with the writer and director.
0: It embarrasses me. If you're me.
1: interested in doing that, I. It's <laughs> similar to the Come At Me, Bro revelation doing something for you. When I came across this, I was like, ah, I
0: see. I see. I understand entirely what this is. This yeah. is this is somebody who thought it would be so hilarious to just uh, even make this movie uh, that they didn't even they didn't even care about making it. It's the idea that well, it's so funny for it to exist. Yes, that's what it is. It'll be so funny when this exists.
1: Yes, and it was crazy that Nicolas Cage was super into it, which he apparently was. I don't think he really does many things now. There was that period where he had to. Um, what was that movie that he was, was it like the witching hour or something? do you know I'm talking about. Yeah. It was like it witchy man. Or something? I think it was probably witchy man. I remember it was right when everybody was like, okay, this is the period where Nicholas Cage really season the witch, to, season the witch, where he has to do movies to like pay off his debt. Um, all I remember is him being in kind of like a, what, what is it on the, on the, um, animal crackers box where all the animals are in like a cart? Yeah. It's like a circus. What do you call that?
0: Like a circus, um, uh, uh,
1: like a wagon. I don't know. Yeah, kind I feel of. like I can picture Nicolas Cage in like a wagon made of sticks, Oh. like being pulled on a mountain during season of the witch. During oh, the is commercial. that right?
0: I've never, I've never seen.
1: I haven't either, but I think it was in the commercial.
0: I don't remember. They're anything taking him away about it.
1: They've taken him. They're taking me. <laughs>
0: they took him.
1: They took me. I
0: gotta tell you, I feel like I am. I feel like I'm sitting. With my face pressed against the window, wishing that we'd watch *Season of the Witch*. (laughs) I don't even know what it is. I don't know what it is either. Like I'd almost rather just take a take a chance on this. Nicholas Cage. You know what
1: else I thought of? I know. I've been thinking of all these other. Not that we watch them and think they're such masterpieces, but I was I was watching this today. I was like, what could have been? What other movies could we have watched? I was like, well, there was there's that movie *Numbers*.
0: Yeah could have watch that though i i think i think uh, um i think this is decidedly on us i think that oh, yeah. willie's wonderland even the poster screams this is gonna be so awesome yeah the writing was on the wall we should you know done. what will i'm gonna take this one on the chin it was Did, me you picked this one yes All right you're fired i know <laughs> We have one. We have another sister. Lynn's joining the show. now. <laughs> Kristen's out.
1: Honestly, she would be great. You guys are going to be in wonderful hands. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I was just like, well, I know it's a horror movie. That's part of I, I thought maybe it was part of like the cage renaissance. And I'm going to say something controversial that I can't wait. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you're not going to really know anything about it. Oh. The cage because you haven't seen these movies. The cage respect renaissance in the last two years includes a movie called Mandy ah. and a movie called Color Out of Space. I've seen Mandy, and I didn't want to watch it again. Like, if, if I were going in blind, I probably would have been like, these are movies that people are into. But I'd already seen it, and it's, like, just not my kind of thing. Yeah. And I started Color Out of Space and same. They're, they're both kind of, like, um, sort of, like – trippy acid trip movies yeah, you know yeah. what i mean and i just don't really like that that much
0: colorado space is supposed to be sort of an hp lovecrafty thing I think. yeah mm-hmm. and mandy the only thing i've seen is that picture of him driving a, ca- a car yeah always with the cars this drive guy, angry was he in drive this angry? guy with the cars what's Drive angry i don't know look it up with like pete Postlethwaite. <laughs> pete postal <Postlethweight. laughs> real quick season of the witch is about 14th century knights uh who transport a suspected witch to a monastery where monks deduce her powers could be the source of the Black Plague.
1: Ah, sounds great. Uh, oh, I'd love to watch season of the
0: Drive Angry. Let's see if I'm right about this. Yeah, Nicolas Cage and Amber Heard are in Drive Angry. Huh. Uh, a vengeful father escapes from hell
1: Whoa. and chases
0: after the men who killed his daughter and kidnapped his granddaughter. Is Amber Heard his daughter or his love interest? Or his grand... Maybe she's his daughter, granddaughter, and love interest. Maybe. Um... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, whatever. Yeah, whatever. We blew it.
1: Yeah, we've we've blown October oh, this year, guys. We, I'm sorry. Screw-
0: October's October's ruined. October
1: stinks. Hang on, we'll see if we can salvage at least this week of October I do, for you. I
0: do have more to say about oh yeah this movie. Of course, we're
1: coming back, but first we need to take a, a break. We need to take a dip we gotta cool into our the heads. into the cool waters. Of Tracy Michelle Bullock. Yes, please.
0: <laughs> From, restore me.
1: Yes, please. Tracy. <laughs> yeah. You know what? We should have been working more closely with Tracy, even it's though true. we did talk to her. Tracy
0: could have helped us.
1: Tracy could have had us avoid this whole
0: Um,
1: So yeah, Tracy Michelle Bullock of simplicity. Do dream.com. Who is an awesome career and creativity coach. Could have had us
0: avoid all this. Yes. Uh, Let's let uh, one of our clients tell you about her. Musician, producer, and educator Evan McCullough says, Tracy has been the rock that I needed to organize and attain the dreams of my life.
1: The rock. Another Nicolas Cage movie we could
0: have (laughs) watched. Oh, my God. You're right. (laughs) She has a straightforward, effective, and lighthearted attitude that has helped me navigate all the challenges of being a musician and entrepreneur. I'm finally getting all those things Uh, done that I didn't think I could do.
1: So seriously, that's an awesome resource. Sometimes you just need like a little gentle kick in the caboose, a little bit of accountability, knowing that there's somebody who is invested in what you're doing and has advice to help you along. It's a huge deal. And so if you're curious about it, Tracy offers free 30 minute coaching calls, which is insanely generous. And you can book them through her Instagram or her website, simplicitydoyourdream.com. So getting started couldn't be easier or lower stakes.
0: That's right. So to check out Simplicity Do Your Dream and make your appointment for career coaching from someone who really gets it, go to at Tracy Michelle Bullock or www.SimplicityDoYourDream.com. And just for you, Guide to the Unknown listeners, Tracy is offering 20% off your first month of coaching if you name drop GTTU pod when you get in touch with her.
1: That's right. So definitely talk to her. You won't regret it. That's at Tracy Michelle Bullock. Michelle has one L in it on Instagram. SimplicityDoYourDream.com. And let Tracy know that Guide to the Unknown sent you for 20% off.
0: Ask her what we should have done differently.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty.
0: Please, I would um, love to
1: watch an episode of twenty twenty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right about now. Twenty twenty tober next month.
1: Oh god, actually, yeah. people probably like that because yeah, twenty twenty. <laughs> well, so it's you know like true crime. What did you think stuff? of Barbara
0: Walters reporting <laughs> this time? <laughs> Did
1: you feel her lens was fuzzier than usual? I feel like it was fuzzier.
0: It was so soft. Yeah. It was like cotton candy. <laughs> um, so let's let's talk about the lore reveal. Okay. What's going on with the animatronics. We know that there are- There's some stuff
1: I like here. Yes. Yeah.
0: This is where it starts to get kind of yeah. fun. Briefly. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So there are two different ways that the lore is revealed. One is that Liv, who is part of this team of kids that want to burn down Willy's Wonderland... Yeah, I don't know I, why now. I
1: don't either. Versus I don't any know. other time,
0: I don't know. But they know they need to, and get feel they feel the out of there. A lot of urgency. Yeah, I wish that something had happened. I know recently to make them go like it's now, right now. Now's the time to burn it down. But okay, yeah. So, uh, Liv starts to explain that this place, Willie's Wonderland, the pizza establishment, mm-hmm. was built in 1996. Don't forget that. Okay. It was built in 1996. Yes. And it was run, it was the brainchild of Jerry Robert Lewis, mm-hmm. who was a serial killer. Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> is this even right?
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I guess so. I don't know. Is it Jerry Robert Lewis? Maybe. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you're not using his middle name, then this is just Jerry Lewis. So that it's extra important to put that Robert in there.
0: Oh, I, I must have misheard it. You're right. I didn't think about the Jerry Lewis thing. It's Jerry Robert Willis, and I okay. probably heard it as Lewis. Okay.
1: So that's what Willie's, like Willis, Willie's Wonderland?
0: Is that oh, the deal? Oh, that makes sense. Willis, Willie's Wonderland, I guess. Kind of. His first name should be Will.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yes.
0: All right. So his real name should who be. Who calls people who last name for Willis, Willie? So his re... Nobody's called Bruce Willis, Willie. <laughs> so we've discovered another issue, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> Glaring.
0: So his real name should be. William Robert Jerry.
1: <laughs> yes, I prefer Will Jerry. Will <laughs>
0: Jerry, hell of a guy. Sounds really funny. Yeah, to Mr. Me. Jerry. That's true. <laughs> Principal Jerry. Prince- Mr. Jerry is being such a herb today. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, Jerry Robert Willis was a serial killer, and to staff his establishment, he only hired. Other serial killers. I know that worked out. There were cannibals too. Uh huh. I guess so. Oh, I forgot that. Okay. Yeah. So they would take families, select families, into the super happy fun room mm-hmm. where they would uh, bring out a birthday cake, light candles, and uh, do a little show with Willie Weasel, which would always end in murder. Right. Um, over time, enough of the bodies started to build up inside Willie's Wonderland that people. Like, you could smell uh, the the decomposing bodies in there. Mm-hmm. And so eventually the police had to investigate. And they found in the Super Happy Fun Room that before they could bust them, uh, Jerry Robert Willis, William Robert Jerry. Yes. Uh, and his cronies had drawn a big pentagram on the floor. And it looks like they drank
1: mm-hmm. poison
0: mm-hmm. to kill themselves as part of a satanic ritual, which... Also was designed to transfer souls into the animatronics. Right. Which is the plot of child. I'm about to
1: Play, say, like Chucky.
0: Which is exactly the plot of Child's
1: what Play. What the hell's the thing? I mean, you know it. I, I can't remember it right now. Um, what's the what's the prayer thing that he hmm. says in Child's Play?
0: <laughs> Not to worry. A de do Give me the power I beg of you. And switch, right. and switch. That's what uh, Jennifer Tilly adds in Bride of Chucky. <laughs> that's she right. just starts going, and switch, and switch. And I don't know why that's there. A day do that's <laughs> right. A day do we, that's right. our day do we give me the power, I beg of you. Yes. Chucky, as of our recording right now, a new Chucky show just premiered.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: That's right. Um, so anyway, this is the plot of Child's Play, but yes. with more guys. Yeah, more guys, bigger guys. Bigger guys, they're, they're full-sized animatronics. Yeah. This is a budgetary thing, I get it. The animatronics felt like mascots to me. They felt like, you know, football mascots or something.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, also because there were clearly people in them. Right. Like, there there was one thing that was a puppet animatronic. That was the ostrich. But all the rest of them were people inside costumes. So, mascots. So, they would sometimes try to walk a little stiffly or whatever, but it completely... Felt like it was like what's that guy's name like Griffy or whatever for Philadelphia.
0: Griffy. Gritty. Gritty. Oh yeah, gritty. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, you're right. And even there's a moment where the knight, his name is Nighty Knight, mm-hmm. which I actually, yeah, I think that's a great name. Yeah. For a knight that's going to kill you, but as a cute kid's thing. Yeah, Knighty, Knighty knight. knight. Anyway, he at one point he's swinging a sword around, and he regrips it, mm-hmm. so you can see <laughs> his fingers like flex. Yeah. And I was thinking they're not really committing to the robot thing anymore. Uh-huh. Because I don't think that, you know, I guess it depends. Are these things supposed to be robots? Or are we saying, no, 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 they're people. Because even the I ostrich think so. is I think pecking, they're... you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. So Chucky, Chucky the killer doll can do things that the doll body wouldn't be able to do. Right. But also the idea there is that the longer he's in the doll body, the more it becomes his permanent body.
1: Yes. So, so he's like melding he's with it. He's
0: melding. These, the implication is that they're still robots that are bound to the physicality of the designed robot, yes. but a human soul is driving it. Yes, I think that's what it's supposed to be. So it's a little weird to see them do things that are gestures and movements that are, to me, human. human. Yeah, for sure.
1: And sized as humans. You know what I mean? Like the Right. P- the ostrich was the best looking one. To- and that's because it was
0: not a human in a thing. It was, it was not a human shape.
1: No. Yeah. Um. These are the names of the animatronics. We had Willy Weasel, Artie Alligator, Cami Chameleon, Ozzy Ostrich, Nighty Night, Tito Turtle, Gus Gorilla, and Siren Sarah.
0: Let's talk about Siren Sarah. Wait.
1: Before we talk about Siren, Sarah, I need to let you know something (laughs) that was also from that Entertainment Weekly article. Um, I don't remember which of them, the writer or director, said this, but they said, Nick is into reptiles. He's into amphibians, and he's into dinosaurs. He was the one who was like, hey, make this thing an alligator. Make this thing a chameleon. Let's get a turtle instead of a regular mammal. (laughs) So he (laughs) he made sure there were amphibians in the house.
0: W- so weird. Why why is that Im- important?
1: I think it's strange. I think that, that like they could have had mock-ups for, you know, a bear or whatever, and he was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. I hear what you're saying, but let's get a turtle. Let's have a lizard. Let's get some reptiles. I
0: feel it's like <laughs> no one's listening to me. Yeah, it's goofy. I said an iguana. It's goofy. Why do <laughs> that- I see a weasel? Yeah. I'm pissed.
1: This was like part of his input. I think it's funny.
0: Yeah, I, I, uh, uh okay, I'm fine. With, I, I'm like fine with, so make it all a theme then or something. Why is it a weasel and an ostrich and whatever? Eh, I don't know. I don't Chuck
1: know. E. Cheese has random sh- stuff, I think. So it's, like, who cares? You're,
0: you're 100% right.
1: I just thought it was but funny that he had, a, had an opinion about this. Right, and
0: that's my thing. If you have an opinion, follow the opinion all the way or something. I, I don't know.
1: I guess he had to compromise. I guess. Maybe they wanted a weasel. He wanted an iguana. Yeah. And, you know, never the twain shall meet. <laughs> so they just had to have some of each.
0: Never the twain shall meet. <laughs> so let's talk about Sarah the Siren.
1: Yeah, Siren Sarah. Siren yes. Sarah.
0: So she looks like Tinkerbell. Yeah. Right? But her that animatronic is clearly a human woman. Yeah. Not even wearing a... A, a big animatronic suit. Right. She's her own body mm-hmm. with human skin. Yeah. Or is it a bodysuit? I think it was a
1: bodysuit. I don't think you're just seeing, like, a person who, who's painted. Like, there was something on her, but it wasn't, like, a big thing that conceals your shape.
0: It looked like uh, just a, a lady mm-hmm. wearing, like, a pixie shirt. Right. And a big animatronic head, full head mask thing. Yeah, uh-huh. I I almost I'm like why why did they why did they let even if it's a bodysuit why did they give it any kind of flesh tone make it purple yeah so that it just feels like it's not uh, obviously just a what person it is. an actress that's they only have a head for her to wear I know I don't know that was puzzling yes I found it
1: puzzling as well I don't know maybe they wanted like a hot robot
0: <laughs> I don't yeah. right. I guess I don't I mean, see I, why
1: else they wouldn't do that. Again, it could be budgetary or something, I guess. Yeah. but
0: Two of our young folk cast go away to the Super Happy Fun Room to, to do the do and have some celebrations. They sure do. So I wouldn't put it past them to be like, we got to have something.
1: That's- gotta, I,
0: if I'm not... Looking at one of these animatronics thinking, (laughs) howdy-do. What is this for?
1: That's what I'm thinking because there was also... I'm
0: looking at this weasel. I don't feel anything.
1: (laughs) There's nothing happening below the belt here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A chameleon is closer. I'll give you that. She's got beautiful hair. Those big eyes. Could we do one that's not even a robot? (laughs) It's just a sexy lady? (laughs) That's what I want.
1: I think that had, I'm not kidding, I think that was what was going on.
0: Why do they all have to be robots? (laughs) Robots? What if there's
1: one who's only kind of a robot?
0: I see you got all the robots. (laughs) What if one of them's not even robots? (laughs) This nice lady. (laughs) This nice
1: lady. I think that partially because they also had like an upskirt shot. Oh, did they? yeah you don't remember that Uh, not of the robot but Uh, of um, no of the girl who celebrates in the room or whatever she's going up a ladder and she's wearing like a little short skirt it was like a straight up like up skirt shot and then they had her boyfriend to like save it or make it not as gross be like hey eyes off and like kind of like cover her butt
0: yeah this this is this is one of those movies that like revels in in being like it's got everything yes i was about to say that sorry you go ahead then it's got everything an idiot wants
1: <laughs> ass kicking tatas
0: ass looking and ass
1: it's got-, <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: got everything an idiot needs Ass-cooking, tatas, and ass. <laughs> That's the pitch. Oh, oh cage And they're
1: signing on the dotted line. Oh, oh,
0: boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> oh boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. So know. anyway, so to get more of the lore, the cop later. <laughs> Sorry, it's not out of my system yet.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: Ass-cooking, Oh, tatas and ass. <laughs>
1: That's right. <laughs> Horrible. The, th- the
0: three things. Horrible. That every dude, bro. Uh, before you wants. say it, Chucky, they're not all robots. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen the best one. <sighs> and
1: then this thing walks. I mean, it's not even hot or anything. You know what I mean? It's like this. I don't no, know. It's, it's, it's a
0: woman's form. It's bizarre. Sure. Yeah. The implication is almost that she'd be attractive no matter what. Freakish head.
1: <laughs> no, look, some people I'm sure are like Ugh. whatever. I know. Yeah. that's why
0: I'm like this. It's got Everything that some
1: idiot wants. I know. Some idiot
0: wants. Yes. Again, if you like this movie, I'm very happy for you. Totally. <laughs> that's that. That's like becoming, it up. That's becoming thinner and thinner. I genuinely do. I can understand the reasons why people would like this.
1: Yeah. There, so there was a review from rotten tomatoes <laughs> that kind of like sums it up. Um, they said, so it has a 62%, which is, you know, decent for rotten tomatoes. It's not good, it's, yeah, yeah. but it's not the worst. Is it rated It's fresh. fresh. It's I fresh? mean, it's 60 and up is fresh, right? Well, I don't know. I think, um, so the site's critical consensus reads, Willie's Wonderland isn't quite as much fun as his pre- as its premise would suggest, but still got Nicolas Cage beating the hell out of bloodthirsty animatronics, which is nice.
0: Yeah, see, exactly. Yeah, that, like, that's you the know, best, right. If that's what you want.
1: Yeah, there are things about that that are, it's, you know, you don't see it every day. I'll, I'll tell it's you a It's a novelty. It's not an everyday action sure. sort of movie. There's something there.
0: I'll get in there and mix it up. I'll say that, uh, the, so the format, it's one joke that just repeats. Nicolas Cage cleans the place, because that's what he signed up to do. He cleans the place, an animatronic pops out, he fights it, he
1: mm-hmm. kills it,
0: it's its quote-unquote bloody, but it's really like black. It's like
1: oil or something, oil yeah.
0: Spurting out all over the place. But a ton of it, mm-hmm. to like Evil Dead-esque degrees, where, you know, Nicolas Cage is covered in oil blood by right. the end of every fight, and then he moves on. And changes his shirt. Changes his shirt. I'll do some cleaning, animatronic pops out. I'll fight it. I'll get covered in blood oil. Mm-hmm. Repeat. Repeat, 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 repeat. It's one joke yes. repeated throughout the entire movie. However, I I could get into some of the fun of Nicolas Cage fighting a giant gorilla. Yeah. Whatever. It's, it's base. but said, it was, He's
1: fun to watch. He's fun to watch. He's a compelling person.
0: Even if he's being silent. Yeah. And he's got a weird, you know, dyed beard. Yes. He's very kempt. In yeah, this movie. Honestly, he looked very healthy in this movie. No, he movie. looks good. He looked good. Yeah, he's he's fifty seven right now, mm-hmm. so he's probably 55, 56 Making this movie, he's he kicking some major ass. He looks, he yeah, I I I still like him. Yeah, he's, he's undeniably the best part of this movie. Oh yeah. Um,
1: without him, oh. I <laughs> the word I was gonna it's not nice, <laughs> worthless. Worth yeah. Without Nicolas Cage, I would never watch. Yeah. That, or I turn it off right away. You know, I
0: can. There's a
1: big. He brings something. Yes. His charisma is. It, it really takes up whatever space it's in.
0: There's a big chunk of me that um, I, I completely relate to and understand somebody who's like, Five Nights at Freddy's is cool. I want to write my version. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm talking about that Spring script I wrote years ago and I put it back out today. Yeah. Um. So I, I believe in that kind of stuff. But also the way that I. Like, to believe that I apply myself to thinking about how everything's supposed to function in something that I'm writing, mm-hmm. I just don't see yeah. here. And what I do see here is the opposite, where it's like, no, 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 it doesn't matter if it makes sense, it has to be awesome. Yeah. And I don't I don't like that impulse. Yeah. I don't like it, I don't like that this movie... Ex- is ex- just existing on that. Ex- ex- yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um, we didn't talk a ton about it, so There's not a ton to say about it, but the idea, like the, the lore sort of of it all, like of it being like killers who went into yes. these bodies and the town having to continually make sacrifices then to this. So what they did with Nicholas Cage by putting down that spiky thing they've done over and over every year I since like that this montage. happened. Yeah, I do too. I like that. I, I they, like they, a satanic sacrifice. So do I. Um, I like seemingly normal townspeople who go about been their pro business. Satanic sacrifice. Oh, absolutely. I'll take that stance all day. Um, but no, I like people who are just kind of going about their business, but there's this one weird thing they have to do once yeah. a year or yeah, whatever right, it is, right. whatever time increment. But they're just normal besides that. I always kind of enjoy that. They just resign themselves and to And they're it.
0: protecting themselves by doing it. Like at yeah. one point they're like think about your family, think about your kids Mm -hmm. and then tell me you won't do this. Yeah. Because the idea is, and this is the sheriff that tells us this, um, with, again, this montage of the guy who owns the place selling the same story to all these rooms. Tex McAdoo. Tex McAdoo keeps going like, all you got to do is go in there. You're going to do some cleaning up. Hey, when you wake up in the morning, car is going to be right here. And as they, they montage through, he's giving this one speech, but mm-hmm. they're doing cuts to every time he's given the speech. So he's wearing different clothes. He's talking to different people. Right. And it's edited together so well. It's mm-hmm. almost exciting. It's like a, a real life urban legend. Yeah, you get, you get it. You and get it. And it sells it. And I really liked that. As I liked the following. The idea here is that they... After the the people who ran the place committed suicide and transferred their souls into the animatronics, they tried to keep business as usual for a while, but the animatronics were acting weird. Yeah. And so they'd bite kids. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah. So eventually they shuttered the place and realized, oh my God, these animatronics are alive. Yeah,
1: something bigger is at play.
0: So they tried to just leave it abandoned and walk away, but the animatronics get hungry. Mm -hmm. So they would leave... They would travel away from Willie's Wonderland and go into people's homes yeah, and go into schools and go into businesses, and they would find bodies all around town. Right. So eventually the sheriff stood before Willie the Weasel and said, we will we will keep you fed. Yeah, we'll strike a deal with you. We'll strike a deal as long as you don't leave this building. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's so important that Nicolas Cage be sacrificed. Right. Because if he's not, then- They're coming the out. The town folk, kids- could be killed. Right. And I, I think those, that, that you know, obviously heightened, ridiculous horror, supernatural stakes are super fun.
1: Uh-huh. And yeah.
0: um, that's why I'm also puzzled when Nicolas Cage is killing animatronics left, right, and center with the greatest of ease. Oh,
1: absolutely. He
0: gets a cut on his cheek and that's it.
1: What kind of janitor is this?
0: The kids in town who wanted to burn the place down fall into the building, the roof caves in, mm-hmm. and they, they, get, they almost all get killed except Liv. Well, right. They do all get killed except for Liv. Um, and then still the sheriff is like, he can't leave. He's got to be sacrificed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, they ate, aren't they full? Shouldn't they? They ate everything. They're good. Yeah. It's
1: not like they wanted him.
0: Or is it like, you know, you took some of us. So we've got, it's not even. So you've got to still sacrifice on top of the kids we killed. Cause we lost some of our side too.
1: Oh, but uh, I don't know. That. I mean, it's, yeah, you know? it's not made clear. So I'm so not anyway, sure. That,
0: that, that all feels messy and, and yeah. like it needed to be,
1: Developed. Why, why do the animals at Five Nights at Freddy's come alive?
0: I don't remember. So, if I remember correctly, and I'm going by very, very early in the franchise lore, granted, yeah, just like I know beginning. that there are a lot of additions that I think did change some of this. The original idea was there. There was a guy who, in the video games, is known as the Purple Man. Mm-hmm. That's the way he's portrayed in cutscenes. Um, uh, the Purple Man was a killer who would find children at uh freddy's pizzeria freddy fazbear's pizzeria Mm -hmm. and he would kill them he would take them he would he would drive away with them and, and kill them and then eventually uh he kept going back to find more kids but there's this whole thing of like a puppet a security puppet or something like that okay um was like i will save you i will put you all back together and so he took the the spirits, the dead ghostly spirits of those murdered children and put them in the animatronics.
1: Oh, so yeah, yeah, could, yeah.
0: So that they could rise up against the Purple Man and get their revenge. Yes,
1: that's but right. But now
0: they're still just in there. They're right. They're still just walking around every night. Mm-hmm. So, and and part of the, the real fun stuff of that first game, especially, there's this whole wonderful, wonderful mechanism. And it's an indie game, right? So... Uh, it looked, it looked really good. Yeah. Um, but the thing that really pushed over the top was the audio design. So yes, when you first you're, you're the new night security guard, and the phone rings, and it's a guy who's your trainer. Mm-hmm. He's known only as Phone Guy, and he goes, Ah, hello, hello. Oh, welcome to your new job as the new night security guard. And over the course of the five nights that you're doing your job, he starts to there are some cracks in the veneer of his personality where he's like. Uh, congratulations! And then later on, starts going. So there's something I didn't tell you. Yeah, they um, they found one of the suits. Somebody used it. <laughs> uh, there's blood everywhere. Like, and it gets like really warped and bizarre. Uh-huh. And he tells you that you know you'll be fine if you're in the security room, but be careful because if any of the animatronics see you, they they're gonna think that you they're designed. I guess I don't know why they were designed this way. (laughs) They think that you're supposed to be in a suit, Uh so they'll shove you into one, and you'll be ripped apart by the mechanics within the suits. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like it's funny, it's comedic, just like this is supposed to be comedic. Yeah. But like in a in the the tone is so different. Yeah. It's not supposed to be like.
1: Well, also, it's not like badass. Yeah, it's not badass, and it's not like a big action fest. Right. It's actually the game. I mean, I've only played it, I think, once or twice, or if I remember, it's just kind of tense, yeah. and you making like micro movements, sort of, because you're trying to like sneak by the um, what's it called? It's the it's all about, animatronics. It's
0: all about like uh, uh, it's all about just surviving the night. Yeah, so you have to like close the doors to the security area, but you only have so much. Energy in the generator that will let the doors stay closed. Uh huh. So you're always vulnerable in some way, but you got to spin all these plates. Got to make sure the lights are on. You got to make sure the doors are closed. You got to make sure you don't run out of battery.
1: And you got to keep your eye on them because if one of them is missing, that means they're coming for you. Yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah. So it's it's tension where this goes for Wally's Wonderland. Yeah. Goes for like action, right? Hilarity and big spectacle fights. Yeah. I almost. Wish and maybe they just maybe this is another one of those things where it's like well we're doing basically Five Nights at Freddy's we can't be that close. Child's Play had Charles Lee Ray go into the body of a doll and Mm -hmm. act like Charles Lee Ray. Yeah, give all of these seven serial killers personalities. Like personalities, they each have a job, they each have an mo, they each have a thing they do and say. Yeah, maybe even like Nightmare on Elm Street type rules. The the animals they embody have some parallel to the way they live their lives. Uh-huh. You know, like... Yeah. So this guy was a weasel. Right. right. He was always sneaking around. He was always backstabbing his partners. Like, Wally Weasel could have turned on one of the other animatronics to get something he wanted. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, take animal traits and make them be part of the serial killer. Let's let us let that character shine. Yeah. Uh, and let's have them... There's a, a moment that I really like where the chameleon uh, thing uh-huh. is walks into a room and is like, yeah, that was. I know you're in here. You don't have to be afraid. I'm not like the other ones. Yeah, I wouldn't hurt you. I know what it feels like to be different. P.S. She should have been talking to a kid uh-huh. whose character trait is that he feels outsider, outsider, indifferent.
1: I thought the same thing. This guy was just like one of their friend group. It's not like they were ever like, can it Peter? And like leaving him out or something.
0: Yeah. Eat fudge, PJ. Yeah. And like kicking him in the dirt. Right. Like there's nothing like that that makes him feel othered. Yeah. And so when the chameleon tries to appeal to him by being like, I know what it feels like to be othered, Mm -hmm. you just feel missed opportunity. Okay. Yeah. Which is another thing where it's just like, the things I'm proposing for this are not, they're not brilliant suggestions. They're basic. Yeah. Tenants of of structure and like arcs and setup and payoff and mm-hmm. how things could work. Yeah. They're not revolutionary. In a perfect world. I don't know why these things don't have personalities. I know. It's very weird. And yet one of them did have a personality. It's puzzling. Yeah. Similarly, and uh, you, you said that they had a plan at one point for uh, Nicolas Cage to say one line. Right. I could feel that throughout this whole movie. This yeah. is what he's doing. And I get that he was drawn to it. It's Kevin Smith. It's Silent Bob. Uh-huh. You have him be silent all the time. He can mug. He can gesture. For whatever reason, this guy is silent. Right. But he doesn't really give us much of anything in here. Kevin Smith is Silent Bob. Mm-hmm. will gesture and like sort of like frown and like hand wave people. away. Yeah. Where you know what he's saying even though he's not saying anything. Nicolas Cage just flat um, turns and walks away and you don't know. You have no idea. Give him one Except thing to say. Except for the
1: joy conveyed in the dance. <laughs>
0: okay, go ahead. You're, you're, well, you're right. Give him one thing to say and it's incredibly important. Yeah. Or, fine, do the joke of, of you know, when he's driving away at the end and he's got Liv in the car, they both survive and they drive off together. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, I know. I guess they, they don't know both each other.
0: survived something together. Yeah. She's survived an encounter where her entire family is killed. So maybe she has no place to go. He's alone or she's alone or so yeah. they team up. Okay. But so as they're driving away, have her, you know, just go like, you know, uh, so where are we going now? Yeah. And he just goes, I don't know. hmm Just even just have it be like a micro yeah. thing. Not not a come at me, bro, joke. I know. Or, but like the one thing he says is <laughs> sorry,
1: I had a frog in my throat.
0: <laughs> or 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 have him turn and go. I have so much to tell you. <laughs> Cuts and <Yeah. to> credits, <laughs> right? I don't know. Yeah, something. But like Kevin Smith always had Silent Bob come out with one really big important thing at the mm-hmm. end, even if it was a joke. Yeah, it was like I could sense that that. Like, yeah, probably could have been here.
1: Totally, it's war. weird that it wasn't. Honestly, uh, it's, it's actually it's very strange. Yeah. So give me a review from yeah. someone before we wrap up. Um.
0: Uh, although, as I as I as I refresh myself on these, do you have anything to say about the pinball dance?
1: No, there's nothing, there's nothing to say. Got it. Right. Uh, For everybody who hasn't seen the movie, he plays pinball. And then all of a sudden he does like a a spastic sort of Nicolas Cage being crazy dance. It felt like Napoleon dynamite. (laughs) Yeah, kind of did. I mean, I didn't think of that at the time, but like they definitely share some DNA. Yeah. Those
0: dances. Um, so, um, I think I copied maybe the wrong review. No, no, (laughs) no, maybe this is fine. Maybe this is fine. All right. I don't know. No, I figured it out. I figured it out. All right. Bunny on Amazon said, uh, uh, Nicholas, (laughs) the title of this review, Nicholas Cage can step on me. Oh, okay. (laughs) And then the, the body of the review says very good movie. 10 out of 10. Watch with friends.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Nicholas, watch with friends
0: nicholas cage can step on him. if
1: that's how you feel about nicholas cage i don't know if you should be watching that with friends
0: and then and then most of the other five out of five star reviews were you know like nicholas cage is you know animatronic daddy yeah like, i don't know okay whatever yeah. i don't know but so i got some bad reviews here i've got two bad reviews to share with you and i really love the second one here's okay. the first one from rachel peterson titled what the actual f too bad there isn't a negative two stars available even then I would still rate it negative three.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> burn. All right, Rachel. <laughs> what the actual F is this? Let's cast Nicolas Cage slaughtering mechanized singing puppets. Said no one ever. It's with those periods so it's like, said yep. no one ever.
1: Oh yeah, nobody does that anymore. The classic. Yeah.
0: I do it but I know it's too late. <laughs> um, except for the director of this awful movie. The pandemic was possibly the best thing that happened for this movie. I can't imagine any theaters ever letting it through their doors. Don't waste your money, your brain cells, your time, or electricity. Wow. All right, Rachel. Yikes. Rachel's against
1: it. Yikes.
0: And then I I, I, I loved this. There is a full review, but I think I'll just read uh, this Title and leave it at that. Sure, it's from Mama Bear. I didn't pick grandson. Did, ah, one out of five stars. <laughs> 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 awesome. I, I'll give you. I'll give we you. We didn't say of anything. It it did. There's more. I'll give you. I'll here's here's all I'll read from the rest because she sort of talks more. But I did like this opener to it. I love all his shows till now.
1: Oh, that's so nice. So
0: Mama Bear wanted to watch a movie with you know Her, her grandson, grandson, with Baby Bear. He picked this, and it was th- this, the thing that made her not like all everything Nick Cage has ever done. One
1: oh, I thought stars. she was saying she liked all of her grandson's shows that he picks.
0: Oh, I bet you're right.
1: I think she's saying His I've liked shows. everything that I've watched with my grandson until now.
0: I got mixed, because one is the title and one's in the body of the review, so yeah. I thought like the... The subject changed, but I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I didn't pick. Grandson did. I love all his shows till now. Yeah. Grandson won't be picking the next I, one. I don't think so. I, think, I think it's time for Mama Bear to pick. I think you are 100% right about that, Reed. Yeah. That's one, very cute. One out of five stars. <laughs> so I get, I don't know. It ruined a grandmother's relationship with her grandson.
1: <laughs> that's all you need to know. That's
0: all you need to know about this movie. <laughs> and Cage tober limps on.
1: <laughs> it certainly does. We're in a cast uh and uh and on we go on we go we where have we to. stop
0: i know i know at I know, the end I, of october I, ex- I know exactly when yes but we're not we're not gonna stop oh we're, no we're not just through, yet right
1: yes yeah i mean do you want to stop
0: no i okay. don't know why i yeah. don't but i don't
1: yeah i i would stop
0: if you were willing to but i, I don't know think you would i'm yeah. sh- i'm shocked that you are not
1: no I, I know that you like to like not that i'm ditching things left and right they are you know important in life Yeah. but like you 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 wouldn't do that you don't want the like body a series. of work.
0: yeah i think the agony of cage tober is the kind of thing <laughs> it's
1: it's also the ecstasy uh,
0: yes Yeah. I, I think that someday we'll look back on cage tober yes and laugh yeah i think people enjoy our misery I hope so. And I think that, um, I don't know. I think that Cage Tober will go down in in history as something we'll never do again.
1: Yes, definitely. We've made our bed. Uh,
0: Maybe I should reveal at this point, there was a period of time where I considered doing a spinoff podcast called Caged In.
1: Oh, that's right. Where I was going to watch every
0: Nicolas Cage movie, everything he ever did, ever did, ever did.
1: So, Will, are we going to be seeing Caged In?
0: You know what? There's no need.
1: Yeah this is caged There's in.
0: no need we're already we're already caged in
1: <laughs> we truly are yeah. so thank you for listening and or watching we'll be back next week but in the meantime if you'd like to check out some more guides the unknown go to patreon.com slash gttu pod we have bonus shows over there we have commentaries for all the screen movies we have video game playthroughs and we have a discord channel with a bunch of other people who listen to guides the unknown and talk about cool stuff all the time it's awesome
0: yeah it, it it really is it's it's super fun so go check that out mm-hmm. also this week we did drop our uh, uh yeah i guess it's a reaction video yeah it's on the podcast feeds to the new scream trailer mm-hmm. which is something that we've never really done before but honestly we we just had some stuff to say
1: totally so you can check that out it's there right now yep. and if you go to gttupod.com it has everything that we've done so there are links to our patreon our merch store our facebook group and all our episodes, info about advertising with us, anything you need is over on gttupod.com.
0: That's right, everybody. So go check that out and make sure you follow us online as well.
1: Yep, I'm at Chillin' Kristen.
0: I am at The Myth Traveler. So we will be back next week for our fourth yep. Nick Cage movie. Yep. But until that time comes, we must travel.
1: Back to the netherworlds, go away. It's a dark, dark wood
0: take any that we are that walking through.
1: <laughs> we'll do, I'll take these six days. Ooh, wind blowing through my hair, watching things other than Nicolas Cage movies.
0: And on the seventh day, Willie slept. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>